Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vulnerability Talks. So, this is a little bit different from what 10 Minutes to Change usually does, but I'm excited. I'm here for it. I think that more vulnerability is needed in the world. I think more storytelling is needed in the world. And also, yes, I am an individual who almost like entirely identifies themselves identifies themselves as being someone who wants to make the world a better place, wants to push for uh, climate justice, racial justice, wants to push for environmental protection and um, redefining societal values and to see more inclusive policies and things like that. Like I, I, I identify as an, as an individual who wants all of those things. And then at the same time though, like I also am a person, like I've had my own upbringing, I've had my own worldviews created by the experiences I've had. And so I think my point of view is also shaped by my life experiences. And so I wanted to just just provide a little bit more storytelling into who I am and some of the struggles and the barriers that I've dealt with. Um, and this is going to be specifically more into like body image and my self-esteem. Um, but those are not more important or less important than what I'm, what I do in my life and as a career. Um, I think they make up the whole picture and they kind of show you who I am. So to prevent myself from ranting about vague topics I'm just gonna dive right into it and I specifically this week want to talk about how consumerism is intricately linked to my personal self-esteem and my health history and my body image um, issues over the years I just want to preface this and say if you're an individual who has struggled with self-esteem has struggled with mental health um, has struggled with body image um to any degree and this may be a trigger I just want to like put that out there that I don't want this to negatively impact you in in any way so just putting that warning out there um so to get started basically even as a 24 year old I still find myself incredibly susceptible to pressure from society and I know that humans a lot tend to just say society they're like oh you know society is shaping our culture in a weird way or like oh like we have such a social media based society or like oh my sister sorry i'm just gonna keep ranting you're like society wants people to look a certain way you know you have to be a certain weight you have to have a certain a, a certain look um so to prevent myself from going on a rant like that i'm just saying like yes i find that my behavior as an environmental advocate as a change maker is still heavily influenced by society, by the media, by big corporations. And I just want to go a little bit into my history. So basically a little bit about me, I identify as being half Japanese. I don't know if I can say that I identify. Well, basically I am. I am half Japanese on my mother's side. My mom um, immigrated from Japan when she was young and my dad is Canadian born and his parents were um, Scottish and Italian. So I'm Japanese, Scottish and Italian. But with that being said, I grew up looking predominantly Asian. Um, the way my eyes were slanted, the this color of my skin and all of those things. And so I think that honestly, from a young age, I always had this mentality of like, I know that I look different. And unfortunately, even in like 2003 to like 20, 2012, um, I don't think inclusion was really a 
thing or like as heavily stressed as it is now. Um, and so I was bullied throughout high school and throughout middle school and and things like that for the way I looked. And it could have been comments about my lunch, like if I'm eating a dog for lunch or like if I can drive and like things like that. And so I think that perpetuated this slight this slight little thought in my head where I thought to myself, I'm not good enough or I'm not enough. I'm not as good as other people. There's something wrong with me. Um, I need to overcompensate. And how can I overcompensate? Oh, well, I can be a people pleaser. I can say yes. I can buy certain things to look a certain way. I can behave a certain way. I can say certain things. And I think just that subconsciously shaped a lot of my like puberty and my adolescent life. Um, and so I was like that poster child for consumerism. Like if you wanted to get someone to buy something, target Brina in grade eight, grade nine, grade 10, grade 11, like give her the ads for makeup, give her the ads for Aritzia clothes. Like that's not a plug by the way, but, um, but it's like, I was the poster child for ads. And I think that with that, um, I started to just like develop these like self-esteem issues that I knew about but I didn't know how to address and how to like um, fix them and then in high school I developed an eating disorder I think I had comments made about my weight that made me really insecure and so I had um, a binge and purge eating disorder and like a lot of body dysmorphia and disordered eating that carried through with me into university and so to top off the insecurities I had about my my ethnicity and my background um, you can add body image issues onto that and I genuinely think that like when Instagram started getting super hype for um, like the fitness uh, movement like there are so many fit fitspo people fitness inspiration models on Instagram who like don't necessarily know the science uh, of working out don't know the science of how to exercise your body in a healthy way like how to have a healthy relationship with food but like that industry just blew up and so all of a sudden I'm getting Gymshark ads which is a brand of gym clothing where it's just like girls with big butts um, in spandex essentially with abs and a ripped body so couple that with like the fitness in- industry going bananas and um, I was like the poster child again like I thought that by buying certain products I would look like the models I would have the body that the models had or at least like that would give me the motivation to look like those models um, and if I purchased the makeup products that they plugged on their YouTube YouTube account being like here's my like 5 a.m morning beauty routine so that I can look natural and glowing all day like I genuinely was like okay great like I if I do that I'll look like you and I'll be successful people will love me I'll have a good life I'll be happy and I thought all of those things which is you know fair enough and then as I got older I started to realize like I had just some underlying health issues I was recently diagnosed with PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome just means that your hormones in your body are usually out of balance and so you develop cysts on your ovaries and that can turn into weight gain facial hair acne Um, and for me I got the beautiful douse of acne but like not a little sprinkle I got the whole shebang I got the mother load of acne and it just it just took over my face and this is recent like this is why I'm talking about it because um, all of those insecurities that I thought I kind of had not dealt with like had not cured but all of those insecurities that I felt I had made peace with came back recently I felt I didn't want to leave the house I was like oh my gosh like 
people are just going to stare at my face and think, ew, like gross kind of thing. Um, And that's going to feed this cycle of me worrying about being rejected, of not being good enough, of not being loved and worthy of love. And um, I started to, you know, even even knowing what I know now about like trying to promote ethical consumerism, trying to uh, really buy products that are good for the planet or not even buy products at all for that matter, I started to fall trapped to, okay, what products are going to give me a quick fix or like what creams can I buy? What clothes can I wear um, to make myself feel pretty and feel good? And I think I am grateful that I can get to the point where my self-awareness kicks in, but it wasn't always like that. But Um, I've worked at it so now I can just be like okay your behavior right now is a little rampant why are you feeling like this and like what is the root cause of you needing these products kind of thing and so I didn't buy anything but I was honestly like going on kind of a spiral and I just want to say that that's okay acknowledging like I think the the biggest gift you can give yourself is just finally acknowledging that you understand your behavior you know, because at least you're not just blindly acting out of ignorance. I think getting to a place where you can understand the triggers in your body and understand when your emotions are out of balance and you're maybe acting out of out of a place that is not from self-love and self-acceptance, um, I think that's really valuable. And so I just wanted to share that because that's what I hope for everybody. I think that it's totally fair that like what you see on social media will shape your behavior and will shape what you want to purchase and what you want to look like and what you want to be and who you are. Like I, I, I think that's getting a little extreme, but I think it's important to acknowledge that because everybody experiences that in a different way and so just know that the biggest gift you can give yourself is to just at least be aware of your behavior because when you're aware you're better able to catch it and you're better able to make different choices next time you can't change the past you can't change who you were you can't change your story but you can understand your story you can accept your story you can accept where you are in life who you are what you bring to the table and you can can go from there and that's just a little a little 10 minute spiel I wanted to give today because I found myself suffering mentally um from uh like my PCOS symptoms and just feeling really insecure about myself but honestly as cheesy as it sounds my acne does not define my self-worth it doesn't define whether or not I can love myself and whether or not I'm good enough that's just totally false fake news people it's fake news we always think that like people in society are looking down on us but honestly like the biggest life lesson I got or one of the biggest life lessons I got from my therapist was like take away the ego we're all the same we all go through similar shit for lack of a better word like we're all going through stuff we all have trauma and the beautiful thing is that we're actually connected by that trauma because we share that in common and so I just want to say that because next time you catch yourself maybe judging somebody else without knowing their story or you catch yourself judging yourself um, in relation to someone else so you, you find yourself comparing yourself, just take a deep breath, like a deep breath in, a deep breath out and just be like, okay, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling unworthy? Am I feeling embarrassed? Am I feeling rejected? What is it? And what's the story I'm making about those feelings? And what do I actually know to be true? So the story I'm telling myself, this is an example, is that 
I feel rejected or I feel shame that I have acne and I feel ugly and I feel like nobody's going to love me. And what do I actually know to be true? When I see somebody else walking down the sidewalk and I see them with acne, do I judge them and think of them as less than a person? No, not at all. And I... And I think that that's really important is that you need to fact check yourself and you say, what do I know to be true? I am inherently worthy of love as a human being on this planet. And so I think also just equipping yourself with some skills that you can take with you moving forward can definitely help in this comparison process and this stress over whether or not you're worthy. And um, some of those things are just, you know, investing in yourself I think the biggest gift that I gave myself this year was just taking time to get to know myself and to appreciate my story and to really look at my trauma head-on and to not judge myself for the way I feel you know sometimes I can't even tell myself things that I'm insecure about because I'm already judging myself for feeling that way I'm thinking to myself well you're a bad person for even thinking this and I think we need to get rid of that we need to get rid of the shame because there is no shame in your emotions I think what matters is how you act on them and so you know take time for yourself invest in hobbies that you find really enjoyable go for walks if you really need that invest in therapy if you have the means to do so or like reach out to a friend or a really trusted loved one that you can speak to in in confidence I also think it's really important to like accept where you are right now like you can't change your past but every action from this exact moment forward you can take back and reclaim so you decide how you spend your time and and you can manifest what you want through like gratitude and just knowing that you're worthy of things I also think like it's it's different because we all have different pasts but I've had a lot of trauma in my past but I love my past in the sense that I wouldn't be here today without it and it's brought me to the person that I am today um and I and I can't take that back I can't take back the trials that I've gone through and I don't think I would want to either because I think I've learned so much from it I also think it's really important to do a digital detox like I think that sometimes scrolling through your phone mindlessly and not having any intention behind your actions can definitely negatively impact your mental health and so I think taking a digital detox is really crucial. I was listening to a podcast and this this researcher said that it takes around 11 days for our brains to calm down without stimulus and that's a long time and I know that we might not all have that luxury but it just kind of like puts into perspective how much time is needed to like truly get get our brains back down from like a heightened state um and I also think that just having gratitude is really important and I will quote Oprah thank you and Oprah said be thankful for what you have you'll end up having more if you concentrate on what you don't have you will never ever have enough and that has really like hit me because if we're always having this mindset of like I don't have this I'm not enough or I will be good when I have this you're always setting yourself at a loss and you're always setting yourself up for being disappointed and like what a waste of a life that would be and so I think it's just really important to have that like quick switch that light switch in your brain where you can be like oh I know what I'm doing right now I want to feel grateful for wherever I am in my life whatever's going on and I think whenever you find yourself looking at what other people have um just reminding yourself what you're grateful for it's really important don't let don't let the fear and shame guide your choices you are deserving of love don't make decisions out of fear of scarcity only do things that serve you and align with your core values and don't be afraid to stand alone I think that that was something that felt really scary for a long time and it still does and 
that is completely okay. Nobody said you had to be perfect at something. We're all beautifully imperfect. So I think all in all, as much as people say don't compare yourself to others, it's easier said than done. But I think if anything, compare yourself to your past self. So how can you be more loving from how you were in the past? Can you be more forgiving of others? Can you be less judgmental of yourself than you were a year ago? I think that's a really good way to have comparison in your life and I think let's be realistic you still will compare yourself to others but I think building the awareness and the self-education that there are ways to deal with it in a healthier way and so I just wanted to share that today I hope that this podcast um, kind of connected us a little bit in terms of connection through vulnerability I think the world needs more of it I think it's a healing power I think it's Um, a really beautiful thing when people can find the courage to be vulnerable and share their story and so I just want to say that it's about progress not perfection just be aware I understand that you know the way our society and industries work it's always going to make you want to buy the next thing then throw it out then go out and buy something else and then throw it out but you know what like you are perfectly worthy and you are perfectly valid with what you have and who you are and people don't judge you or people shouldn't judge you for for those externalities people need to know who you are to the core um that's the most important thing and so i am clocking off for the day vulnerability talks are over but if you did like this like please let us know please message us and hopefully some more team members will come out with some some things that are on their mind and some things that they want to share and i think mental health is extremely important and should be talked about more and i'm happy to go more into it in the in the future um so thank you so much for tuning in follow us and subscribe on spotify and apple podcasts and uh, have a great rest of your day bye (music) 